Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Join Dr. Pinkston today as she teaches you how an integrative approach to health, combining holistic and contemporary medical information, can lead you to The Better Life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston, and this is The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. Welcome in. I am happy to have you, and I'm going to recover a topic that I have spoken about in the past A few little updates, and so this is directed mainly towards women who have a hormonal problem condition called estrogen dominance, but you men actually can suffer from this too, especially if you're taking testosterone therapy. So I want to talk a little bit toward you, be close to the end, but you ladies, I know that estrogen dominance is kind of a a new fad word or new fad phrase that is out there. This has actually been around for quite some time, something that I have treated very aggressively and understood as a niche for a long time. And so I'm going to share this with you. Women who have problems with their periods. So there's a lot of different ways that estrogen dominance manifests itself. It comes as polycystic ovary disease or PCOS. Some women can have really heavy periods or go months and months with no period whatsoever. It can go both ways. Uh, Your teenagers out there may have a lot of trouble with acne or women can have some adult acne. Uh, Teenagers also, and and women as well, can have a lot of heavy cramping. I mean, the type that keeps you at home and away from school, missing school and work. Migraine headaches can occur. Then you can get into infertility. So all you ladies who are having difficulty getting pregnant, estrogen dominance is one of the top reasons for this. And then also women can have endometriosis, a lot of breast cysts, fibrous cysts, and then the big one, premenopausal breast cancer, which tends to be a very aggressive cancer. And since this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I wanted to touch base on that a little bit. So estrogen dominance isn't just estrogen dominance by itself. You actually have a beautiful symphony of hormones in your body. Estrogen is balanced by progesterone. So I consider estrogen and progesterone yin and yang, and they balance each other and keep each other at bay. So estrogen tends to grow the inner lining of the uterus kind of in the first half of your cycle, getting ready for products of conception. Progesterone keeps it from overgrowing, but makes it nice and full and ready for products of conception. If that does not occur, if implantation does not occur, then both hormonal levels drop off and you have a period. And it should be about every 26 to 32 days or so. And if that isn't occurring, if it's occurring too soon or too late or not at all or too much in any of those fashions, then you may be suffering from this hormonal condition. The balance comes where estrogen is astronomical. It's very high and progesterone doesn't rise up to meet the estrogen levels. It stays at its regular state or maybe even a little low, but your body is also resistant. So it stops listening to it. So that imbalance of estrogen and progesterone is what causes all of these issues. So as I said, estrogen grows the inner lining of the uterus. If progesterone is not there to balance it out, then it overgrows and then you cramp and you bleed and all of those things start to occur. And so now you can kind of see how that happens. So estrogen in itself, I don't mean to demonize estrogen because estrogen isn't bad. We need it as women, as men too. You need estrogen. But anything that is the wrong type or too much or too little of something is when the imbalances occur. And then that is when all the trouble begins. So estrogen in itself isn't bad. Now, when you have all of these symptoms and problems, 
most of you will go to your OBGYN or your primary care provider. And to calm the symptoms or, you know, to, to appear to get control of this, the issue, most OBGYNs or primary care will start birth control pills or they'll give you a depo shot or my favorite would be the IUD and I can explain in a minute. But they will give you synthetic hormones to try to stop the symptoms and get control and get you back on a cycle. But my thought is we're giving you synthetic hormones in my mind adds to the issue, but it doesn't treat the underlying problem. It doesn't treat the estrogen dominance or the progesterone resistance. The symptoms may go away, but you still have problems underneath and you are still at risk for things like infertility or uh, having you know, stop the hormones and then your issues come back or the premenopausal breast cancer issue is still there. So just covering it up, so to speak, isn't very helpful. The other thing that might happen too, if you're older and have a lot of fibroids, so I forgot to mention that fibroids and ovarian cysts are also a big problem with estrogen dominance and progesterone resistance. If you have a lot of bleeding, a lot of fibroids, a lot of pelvic pain, then we tend to kind of look at the situation and, and remove the, do a hysterectomy and remove the uterus or even the ovaries kind of as a way of controlling bleeding. A lot of women get very anemic and uh, lose too much blood and too much iron. So they do this on a regular basis. We tend to just say, okay, you don't need the uterus any longer. You're past your childbearing years. Let's just take it out. And again, you're taking care of the symptoms, but you are not taking care of the underlying issue. And estrogen dominance is a very dangerous situation. So how does this develop? There's a lot of theories about the percentages on women who actually suffer from this. The way I see it in my clinic, it's got to be about 60 to 70 percent of women. I see this all the time and have for years. But the literature says only about 20 percent of women. And the problem comes from the environment for the most part. So there are hormone disruptors or uh, the phthalates, the BPAs, all of those things that are in makeup, in plastic. So your plastic water bottles, especially when they sit in the sunshine, so don't let it sit in your car. When you drive up to a 7-Eleven and those cases of water outside, do not buy those because all of those plastics tend to leach into the water. And then I, I say you're drinking liquid breast cancer, basically. So leaving plastics in, in the heat. So that also means microwaving in plastic, storing in plastic, those types of things. When you look at all your products in your home, so candles, air fresheners, it can be the house cleansers, but then all of your beautiful soaps and makeups and, you know, hand sanitizers, all of those types of thing, things, you have to check and make sure that your products are very healthy and they don't contain a lot of these, uh, um, you know, fake estrogens or hormone disruptors, phytoestrogens, we have a lot of different names for them. But the FDA and the government allows, you know, five to 8,000 new chemicals into our products and our foods every year. There are over 50,000 products and chemicals that are banned in Europe that we actually allow, our government allows into our foods and into our products and our plastics. And so those are hormone disruptors. And we have to fashion each one of them, figure out what causes this uh, disruption. Well, it's all figured out for you. You can download an app called ewg.org or go to the, their website, ewg.org. 
and look through their site. The app is great because you can actually scan products and you can find the different levels of all the phytoestrogens. And you can find other things such as, you know, which uh, fruits and vegetables are clean, uh, which packaging and brands, all of these uh, types of things. It's the Environmental Working Group, so EWG.org. And you can look into that, find each one of your products. Now, you're not going to find anything perfect. It is very difficult. But I suggest that if you can make that change, that is one large area where you will watch your estrogen levels drop. Many doctors really don't check estrogen levels. And if they do, you will look at the reference ranges that the lab gives. And it says that the levels are normal. But you have to realize those reference ranges are based on population averages. And the population is sick. So you can't go by those reference ranges. I find, and I know there's a lot of OBGYNs who would argue with me out there, endocrinologists too, but I find if these women have this compilation of symptoms and I catch their estrogens at over 80, it's almost unifiably uh, symptoms of estrogen dominance and it is something I can treat and have done for many years very successfully. I've also been able to help women get pregnant and I do not guarantee any results whatsoever. But when I get control of women's estrogens, help them with natural progesterone, and I get them to look at a book called Taking Charge of Your Fertility. It's an old book, but it's wonderful. I find that we have a much higher success rate. So going back to the estrogen issue, once you look up all these estrogens and pull them out of your uh, products, also look at no longer microwaving and plastic. Go to stainless steel and glass in your home. And that will make a humongous change. The other thing you can do as well is look at some supplement products. So we have in our foods like uh, the cruciferous vegetables, so in broccoli, cauliflower, uh, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, things like that. There is a type of vitamin. It's shortened to DIM, D-I-M, and there's a few others, but DIM is the main product that is in these cruciferous vegetables. If you could eat a, you know, a great uh, solid amount of those daily, you would help to improve your estrogen balance. Uh, it's kind of said a lot of companies say that DIM lowers your estrogen levels. It doesn't exactly do that. But what it does is it helps your body to metabolize estrogen correctly, which then pulls it out of your system. So DIM is very important in those vegetables. But if you look at our foods now compared to maybe the 1970s, a cup of broccoli in the 1970s would have a daily amount of DIM that would be appropriate for you. Now, with our foods, the way that we've processed our you know, foods and soils and things like that, it would take about 12 cups of the same broccoli to get the same amount of DIM. So I recommend taking a supplement. I do have certain ones that I recommend. And the reason I do that is not to sell them, not to market, but because I know that they are very reputable. So I'm going to have a link on my link tree. You can go to my social media or you can go to my website, drpbetterlife.com. You can go to Instagram at Dr. Marianne Pinkston and look me up there. And I have a link tree where you can get some information. 
But not only with DIM, there are other things you can do. You can metabolize your estrogen better just by increasing your fiber in your diet. That helps you to metabolize your hormones better. There are so many things that you can do. But I think by taking DIM and by looking at all the products in your home and working hard at that, I think you can work very, very well with your estrogen levels. Now, for those who are having excessive bleeding, pelvic pain, a lot of cramping, acne, I usually will start progesterone. So I just got through telling you that hormones and taking hormones don't solve the underlying problem. And taking progesterone doesn't either. It has to be the right type of progesterone. And so it does need to be a compounded natural source. It cannot be progestin. There are two different types of progesterones, basically. There is the uh, natural version, which is the bioidentical version, meaning that it is the same compounded structure. So it's the same structure as what your body makes. Your body recognizes it at the sa- as the same thing. Or progestin. So progestin is a synthetic version, and it is not handled the same way. And it is not helpful in correcting the underlying problem. Progesterone, taking progesterone, I may need to clarify, also doesn't correct the problem. But if you have really high estrogen and you bring your natural progesterone up to meet those levels for a while, I can get within a month or two or even three, I can get women to stop the heavy bleeding, their pelvic pain resolves, some of their uh, ovarian cysts will resolve as well, acne gets better, migraines get more regular or go away even in some cases. And again, I do have women who are able to get pregnant and sustain a pregnancy. There's a lot of different things that occur, again, no guarantees, But a lot of those things do improve. I have had women who have not had to have a hysterectomy due to the changes that we made. And on that note, too, I do not want to go against your OB-GYN. If your gynecologist has recommended surgery for you, I suggest you sit down and you discuss this with them and just open up the dialogue. Some are open to it, some are not. But again, you always want to make a good, informed decision about uh, the things that you are offered and, and what you need to do, because surgery is not always necessary. So again, bringing that progesterone you know, to a, a normal level or, excuse me, a level that meets the estrogen until you get all those products changed, get the dim going, all of that, then the levels both will begin to fall. Sometimes we can take women off of progesterone. There are some women who are still too estrogen dominant who are unable to come off of the progesterone completely, but it is very solvable, and I have done it a million times. If I've done it once, I've done it a million times. So the other issue, too, is with uh, the estrogen dominance is weight gain. So women, you, you are inflamed. When you have too much estrogen on board, you are inflamed. So there's a lot of different uh, you know, inf- styles of inflammation that occur in the body. There's the metabolic inflammation. Then there's the hormonal issues underneath that cause you to be inflamed. You know, there's autoimmune issues. There's so many different types. So estrogen dominance is one of those things that does keep you from losing weight. So when I get women in and they tell me they don't feel good, they've got all the estrogen dominant symptoms and weight, you know, difficulty losing weight is one of them. We have to sit and talk about that as well. And making all these changes, you know, does tend to help. 
So again, with the compounded uh, pharmacies, when I use progesterone and compounded pharmacies, no, you cannot get it from your CVS or Walgreens or places like that. You can get it from HEB. They do have a compounding pharmacy in town. They will send it to your HEB that's local to you. It is a lot less expensive. We have used them a lot. It has been a very rewarding um, place to go. But I do have other pharmacies that I use, one of them being PD Labs, which is up in Cedar Park, Texas. You guys are very familiar with Ray. He's been on my show many, many times. And he is up in Cedar Park and has a compounding pharmacy and does the slow release progesterone. Now, progesterone, and you can pick your own compounding pharmacy. You're not limited to these, but those are two of the examples that I use. The progesterone needs to be taken at night. It needs to be oral. There really isn't a good pellet form of it. There are pellets, but it's just not uh, consistently uh, absorbed. But I like the oral version, and you do need to take it at night. So when you read on the Internet about progestin causing weight gain, moodiness, acne, bloating, all those things, that is progestin. That is the synthetic form. It is not the natural compounded form. The natural compounded form, the bioidentical form, treats all of that and prevents all of that. So it is very, very different. You take it at night, and a lot of times women in their 40s resolve their palpitations. It can help a lot with nighttime anxiety. It can help you sleep. Progesterone is wonderful. So very, very safe, very, very easy to use, and uh, lovely, and women enjoy it. So I want to uh, shout out to one of my sponsors. I have Pinnacle Research, who has been with me a couple years now, and enjoyed having them on board. You can Get your free fibro scan for fatty liver disease, which is rampant in South Texas. So go to pinnaclereserch.com. I also want to shout out to Magna Pharmaceuticals, who does my uh, a lot of my fish oil uh, supplements, also does the methylfolate for the MTHFR that we talked about last week. Go back and listen to that podcast, magnaweb.com. You can look up DeNovo and some of their other products on there, and I appreciate them as well. We're going to take a short break. When I come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about testosterone replacement in men and how estrogen dominance affects men. And we will be right back. Fatty liver is linked to two different situations, alcohol and diabetes or obesity. In both cases, patients can have no symptoms. In the United States and in particular, Texas, the most common cause of liver disease in general is non-alcoholic fatty liver. Again, associated with overweight, obesity, and or diabetes. Additional risk factors include high cholesterol, high blood pressure, Hispanic ethnicity, and postmenopausal status. At Pinnacle Clinical Research, we offer a quick, non-invasive, ultrasound-based screening assessment called FibroScan. This test is done at no cost to you, and we do not take insurance. The test will measure the fat and stiffness in your liver and state your risk and development of fatty liver disease. You will meet with a provider immediately following your scan to go over your results. If you're interested in getting more information on your liver health, please call 210-529-7978 and schedule your FibroScan today. We are conveniently located in the Medical Center at 5109 Medical Drive. 
Depression, anxiety, low energy, weakness, these are just some symptoms of low B12 levels. And the absorbable B12 folate supplement that's helping people declare victory over depression symptoms is De Novo Plus B12 by Magna Pharmaceuticals. Patients with symptoms of depression often exhibit low levels of folate and vitamin B12. The human body needs sufficient folate intake to produce the essential neurotransmitters serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine. These neurotransmitters alleviate feelings of sadness, anxiety, anxiety, and gloom. What makes DeNovo Plus B12 so successful? DeNovo Plus B12 contains readily absorbable folate and B12. That means it's more successful at correcting the root cause of your deficiency, not just the symptoms. Whether you are suffering with low energy, depression, fatigue, or anxiety, you owe it to yourself to learn more at magnaweb.com. That's magnaweb.com. Please let us know at checkout that you heard about DeNovo Plus B12 on The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Marianne Pinkston. Returning back to talk a little bit about estrogen dominance and progesterone resistance. We spent a long time on talking about women's issues, but yes, this occurs in men as well. Yes, men do get breast cancer, and yes, it can be related to estrogen dominance. You can have issues. And so let me back up a second because, men, you do need estrogen. Women need testosterone. Men need estrogen. So the the flip side is true, but women don't need as much testosterone as men, and men don't need as much estrogen as women. But it's very, very important to preventing heart disease, osteoporosis, uh, some cancers. And so all of these things are very, very important. But, again, you don't want too much. If you get too much, you tend to get the man boob syndrome. Your testicles begin to shrink. I mean, there's a lot of things are not really ideal, but uh, high amounts of estrogen actually makes you really angry and agitated. So when people use testosterone and get angry and agitated, it's not the testosterone that's doing it. It's the estrogen. So all you guys have a little ammunition against your ladies out there. Uh, High amounts of estrogen does make people agitated. A normal amount doesn't, but a high amount does. So when you go get your testosterone replacement, most men who are getting synthetic testosterone will get high estrogen levels. And that is where all of these uh, side effects come from. When you go and you get um, these these um, your shots and whatnot, again, the synthetic version, a lot of these places will give you anastrozole or they will give you DIM and a vitamin. And that is because they know that your estrogen levels have that potential to go up. So what I do, I do the compounded bioidentical natural testosterone. That does not raise your estrogen levels too high. Every once in a while, somebody will have it come up, but they do not go over the mark, does not create estrogen dominance in men. I do not have issues with this. I've done this for eight years, and I do not have issues with it. But synthetics, I do have issue. There's a way of doing synthetics and dosing that prevents that from occurring, so it's not all bad, but you guys have heard my speeches before in my podcast where it is not my favorite way. This way, again, is natural to your body and it allows you to bring your estrogen levels or keep your estrogen levels normal. So there's the the argument for that. Women who do testosterone replacement, I do not see them have issue as well. Women, when you go through menopause and you lose your estrogen making you know capability, estrogen dominance begins to go away. So So it doesn't just begin, it actually goes away. But if you go into your menopause having over with estrogen dominance and overgrowth of the inner lining, then you can actually start hormone replacement and have some withdrawal bleeding that occurs. 
most physicians who do not work with hormone therapy will say that is the hormone therapy that caused the bleeding. And it's actually not the case. You are already having issue underneath. And when we try to go in and regulate your hormones, it brings it out that there's a problem underneath. In my mind, that is very life-saving. So we know there's a problem underneath. So it doesn't cause it, but it can bring out a problem that you had uh, lining overgrowth in the inside of the uterus. That is a precancerous and ultimately a cancerous condition. So again, it's not the hormones that do that to you. It is actually an underlying issue that you went into menopause with. So just so you know, uh, estrogen dominance is such a huge problem and so many women you know, have difficulty with it. I just want you to know that there is an alternative way of dealing with it. And I did not give you any idea of one prescription whatsoever, except for the compounded progesterone. And I, in my mind, I don't even think it needs to be a prescription. Honestly, it's that safe. So just want you to know that you have some alternatives and how this all occurs. I do want to give a shout out one more time to PinnacleResearch.com uh, or Pinnacle Research Texas. They actually, you can go to PinnacleResearch.com. You can sign up for your free fibro scan and go get scanning for fatty liver. Again, this is high, high amounts in South Texas. So we do need to screen for that. The other thing is then to go get some of your supplements from Magna Pharmaceuticals, uh, M- uh, Magna, M-A-N-G-A web.com. And so, uh, M-A- did I do that right? M-A-G-N-A web.com, Magna Web Pharmaceuticals. So visit them and look for some of the things that we talked about in the last show for MTHFR. You can find your methylfolate. It's called DeNovo, an excellent product. Again, I'm going to have a lot of information about DIM, about my sponsors, about all of these things on my website. Please go to drpbetterlife.com. You can look at all of my previous shows. I talk a lot about hormones as well and have done a couple of my hormone shows, The Hormone Myth. And take a look so you can understand hormones a lot better. But estrogen dominance, again, is a huge problem and we need to get uh, control of it. I'll mention the book one more time. I have that on my website. It's called Taking Charge of Your Fertility. And I'll have a few other books that explain a lot about hormones and have that uh, set aside for you. If you want to look for DIM, make sure that you take at least 150 milligrams a day. I do have women take it twice a day for a brief period of time. 150 to 300 milligrams a day is something that is um, a good, uh, and just make sure you're looking for a good source, something more pharmaceutical grade, more medical grade. And men, you can take it too. But remember, if you can do compounded, um, compounded testosterone and that is bioidentical, that would be a lot better. So again, drpbetterlife.com. Go visit. My link tree will be there. It will also be on my Instagram at drmarianpinkston. You can find me there and I'll list all of this information for you. I hope everybody has a fantastic week. Thank you for tuning in. You've been enjoying The Better Life with Dr. Marianne Pinkston. For more information, go to drpthebetterlife.com. That's drpthebetterlife.com. And listen next week for The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. 